Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We're in extended open line time at 135 in Edmonton. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063 in Texas on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford, one of the largest Ford dealerships in the province of Alberta, right out in Fort Saskatchewan. Rick enters the fray on line number one. Rick, how are you doing? Well, Bob, I'm doing good, but you shouldn't dismiss a caller about the uh, Connor McDavid trade so quickly. I mean, uh, many of us go back to the Wayne Gretzky days, and are you, you know, the guy? Peter are you Fox the guy that are you the guy that made the uh, trade in the first place? <laughs> okay, so listen, so listen. You know what, cap space and all the trouble they they got going on. It's 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 not a it's not an it's not a a stretch to think. That you could trade someone like here. Here's the issue. I think you can't build a hockey team within the number of years that you've already had opportunity. How long is it before Connor McDavid says, "Guess what? I want out." Now, are you so a Maple, are, the, Rick, Rick? Are you a Maple Leafs fan? Come on, I'm a Habs fan. You know that. Sorry, I, I don't know. I, I'm so you're not the guy that called in with the initial trade. This is a different. No. Okay, I'm no. sorry. I thought you were the guy that called in. No, Rick, no, hey, no. Rick, uh, Rick, you're right in one sense. Yes, Wayne Gretzky was sold by Peter Pocklington in a very different uh, uh, time. Now, I'm not going to be arrogant enough to believe that there's no possible way that if the Edmonton Oilers sit here and continue to be a 22nd through 30th team that Jeff Jackson isn't putting a call in at some point to Ken Holland. Absolutely. But I th- I think we're a ways away from that happening right now. Okay, well let me let me finish. So let me so let me give you a scenario. The scenario is at some point McDavid's agent starts talking and saying, listen, you guys can't build a hockey team here. Next thing you know someone gets uh, nervous feet. You look at like a team like Las Vegas, or you look at uh, you look at Carolina, you look at St. Louis, and I'm not going to say they're a bunch of nobodies. But you could trade one player and 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 make a hockey team out of one trade. Well, it's it, not. It's not an. It, listen, it's not. You an saw it happen thought. here. You saw it happen here. Yeah, they traded so Gretzky. In, they traded Gretzky in '88. They got Jimmy yeah. Carson back, and then Slats uh, flipped Jimmy Carson to Detroit and got Joe Murphy and Adam Graves and Peter Klima, and they all contributed to the 1990 Stanley Cup championship. Well, here's a question mark I have. Here's a question mark. And and Wayne Gretzky uh, arguably is the best hockey player in the world and he of was all sold. time. And he was sold. Okay, and I'm a Bobby Orr fan as well. But off of that, at the, at the, at the end of the day, I question leadership. A question, and, and I think they made a huge mistake 
by by making him a captain before he earned any stripes. But it isn't about him earning stripes. It's about his ability to lead a team. Wayne Gretzky had the Messiers. He had the the Lowe's. He had the he had um, Lee Fogelin. Lee Fogelin was yeah. the captain till the eighty three eighty four okay. season. So, but my question mark is they haven't been able to build a team around McDavid. And McDavid, I'm not questioning his heart. I'm not questioning his ability. I'm not questioning anything, anything to do with that. But I'm questioning leadership, leadership-wise. You saw Ovechkin. Ovechkin willed his team to the Stanley Cup. He would not allow anyone to fail. Right. Very Messier-like. Rick, so, Rick, uh, Rick, how long did it take Ovechkin to will the Washington Capitals, who had a whole plethora of Okay, others. so we go back to this. 13 don't years. Dismiss, don't 13 dismiss. Don't dismiss. Yeah? Don't, don't dismiss when someone says it's not a bad idea for someone to say, you know what, if we could package one player and gain ourselves five or six in a, in a first, second, or third round draft choice, you'd end up with a whole new, a whole new look. The suggestion yes. the texter or the caller made, come on. Marner O'Reilly, uh, Marner uh, Riley, which would cost the Oilers. First of all, when when Gretzky got moved on the Oilers' return, the Oilers were a self-imposed cap team under Peter Pockleton who had significant uh, financial difficulty. We did not have a cap world at that stage. Bruce right. Bruce McNall was playing with fool's gold money. He didn't even actually have the money. We know that now. Yeah. He basically yeah, we right? know that. And and, and yeah. so and then you're sitting there saying, Well, the agent, you know, we better worry about Connor here. Alexander Ovechkin took thirteen years before it so that's well, you know, I mean, we're talking about leadership. We're talking about how you yes. how you lead how you can lead a team. And I have question marks on McDavid. Okay. Not his skill, not as this, yes. not as okay. that. Rick, I've, but I've, I do want to I want to leave you with this thought. I am not on my way to the bottle depot. That's good to know. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks, hey, for, thanks for the call. Uh, 780-496-0063. <sighs> Maybe we'll have to go with a little bit easier topics on Fridays. Like, you know, Brandon, once we get rolling, do you eat the entire show? Like, man, you eat the entire show every time I'm, I'm going to you. You're pounding food away. I'm a growing boy. How about how about noon to two? We don't eat. How about we eat eleven forty to noon? And uh, but anyhow, I digress. That's uh, brunch time. I don't have brunch food. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do uh, after once we get into the second week in July. Fridays are gonna be sort of our our whimsical fun shows. They're not gonna be. This, I mean, this is an interesting topic. Uh, uh, is this guy joking? No leadership. I mean, the biggest reason why Connor McDavid hasn't been successful the last two years is the Edmonton Oilers organization, and I work for them, mismanaged the assets that were already. So Peter Shirelli came in. He did not inherit a deep uh, core of support players. I think we can agree on that. In fairness to Pete, especially over the last couple of years with Keith Gretzky, the Oilers finally have started to build up a pretty impressive core of support prospects. The Oilers did not have that, but they mismanaged some of the assets that were here. Obviously, the Reinhardt trade didn't work out, and they lost the Hall trade. And and we have people that text me and say, Oilers should trade Adam Larson. He's had one crap year. They should trade Adam Larson. You want to multiply that trade and make it even worse? You trade him after he's coming off a worse year. The Eberle return, which went from Ryan Strom to Ryan Spooner, somewhat salvageable a bit with Sam Gagne. 
They, they mismanaged the assets around it. It had nothing to do with Connor McDavid's leadership. Rick is, uh, I mean, it's interesting. He's sitting there saying, they better get going. Then he quotes the leadership of uh, Alexander Ovechkin. It took Washington 13 years to win the Stanley Cup. It took Steve Eisenman. There were people. Steve Eisenman ended up winning four Stanley Cups. Check that, three. He won three Stanley Cups. He was not on their team that won in 08 uh, as a player. There were people that second-guessed Eisenman's leadership ability. And Eisenman was probably, for a number of years, a top-ten player in the league. I don't think anybody ever saw him as a top-three player in the league. I don't mean to disrespect Steve Eisenman. He was a great player. But he was, I don't think he was a super—at no point— and I mean, there were times that he got cut by Team Canada because he couldn't make the team ahead of Gretzky, Messier, and Mario Lemieux at center. So that's the level that McDavid's at, okay? But there, Steve Eisenman's seen as a terrific leader. How long did it take Detroit? He was drafted in 1983. They didn't win until 97, 14 seasons. Came in a league in 83, 84. So anyhow, Texas at 630, 630. Dan in Okotoks on our Heartland Ford text line says, Bob, Mitch Marner couldn't wash Connor McDavid's gym socks. Riley is a great player, but we need to get uh, three of them to be worth McDavid. I'm not interested in any of the Leafs and not interested in what they could give us for McDavid. Dan, I am 100% with you on not interested in doing with the deal of the Leafs. Okay? Uh, out of Hespler, Ontario, Bob... Rick might not be going to the depot, but he should be going to the bottle depot. That text comes in there. Again, you can text us. Uh, just started listening. Connor McDavid leads by example. He already is the leader, and he will be a great leader. Mark says, Bob, come on, trade McDavid. This is ridiculous. We trade McDavid, and I will not be an Oilers fan after being a lifelong one. And no one is saying this. So we had a guy from Toronto. The, the first guy that called in, the guy that was going to the Bottle Depot, he was a Leafs fan. And then Rick, who's a Canadiens fan, so you notice neither of them are actually Oilers fans. But we do appreciate that they listen to the show. I just know that 97% of the people that call in and text the show have a slightly different opinion of Connor McDavid than those two individuals did. Uh... This text comes in, Bob, I don't think the Oilers are trading anybody. Maybe Matt Benning, hopefully Kara, Brodziak and Poliarvi. I do not disagree with not trading. Uh, I do disagree with not trading Nurse, but hey, as long as we can get Connolly, I'll be content, I guess. Uh, Terps in Beaumont says, add in the fact that you can't make the playoffs without a hot goalie. When was the last time the Oilers had that? You know what? They had a hot goaltender. In 2016-17. They had a hot goaltender that year of Cam Talbot. Last two years, Talbot wasn't good enough two years ago. Last season, the combination of Talbot and Koskinen weren't consistent enough. Talbot got traded. They need better goaltending. They also need better defense. Beverly wants to jump in out of St. Albert, and talk about Connor McDavid's leadership. Hello, Beverly. Hi. Um, yeah, just a, a quick comment. I was listening to that previous caller 
how can he not say that Connor doesn't have leadership? He has leadership in the way he plays. Yes. You know, he plays 110% every game. He hardly takes any penalties. And then you can see that the, when he scores, and what, you can see that the uh, bench, you know, it, it energizes them. The rever- you know, they say, yeah, Beverly, you know, the reverence he has from his peers at that yeah, age. Exactly. You know, can, mean, Canadians are very, like, you know what? We're a little bit, like, Americans love to puff their chest and, and mm-hmm. prop, prop each other up and talk about the next big young thing. Canadians are a little bit more deliberate in this approach, okay? Right. That has yeah. not been the sense with the players with McDavid since he's come in. It has, it's, it's been reverence. Well, that yeah. is how they see them. The failures of the organization over the last couple of years have not been on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle, as an example. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, there's a reason why we've had a change of general manager. Figure it out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thanks for the call, Beverly. Okay, Bob. Thanks. Wow. 147 in Edmonton. Uh, when we come... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Back. We are going to get to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. This is Oilers Now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bod Stoffer on 630 Chet. Uh, never a dull moment, let me tell you. Royal Pizza, 50 years, Edmonton owned and operated. Royal Pizza, silver anniversary, pizza past, and so much more. Royal Pizza, for menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the app from the Royal Pizza app store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Off to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Ryan McLeod. Oilers forward prospect had this to say yesterday as development camp wrapped up. Yeah, I think, you know, the first couple of days, it's more just like kind of getting to know each other and, uh, you know, working on skills and stuff like that. Then when you get to kind of, you know, put in a real game or like a three-on-three thing, it's, uh, it's a whole different uh, you know, kind of thing. It's a lot more fun, I think. You so. were feeling it, though. You were buzzing out there. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I thought I was doing okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Evan Bouchard had this to say on where he wants to play next season. Like I said, it's just taking it one step at a time, focusing on uh, you know, the finishing the rest of the summer off, uh, you know, getting stronger, faster, all the stuff like that, and coming to main camp. And I think everyone's goal here is to, to stay with the team. That's that's for sure a goal of mine. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, we could have a situation where the Oilers have three number ones not in the NHL to start next season. Philip Roberg's either going to be in Sweden or with the Hamilton Bulldogs. And my guess is Bouchard and Yamamoto, unless they crush it, kill it, are going to be starting the year down in Bakersfield. But we'll wait and see what ends up happening. Off to this day in Oilers history. 
Here's Brendan Escott. Back in 1994, Bob, a few months before I was born, the Oilers used a pick that they acquired from Winnipeg to draft Jason Bonsignor fourth overall, then took Ryan Smith sixth overall. Now, Bonsignor just played uh, 21 games in total with the Oilers before his career kind of fizzled out in the minor leagues. Smith, of course, played 15 total seasons with Edmonton, over two cents. He is uh, second in games played for the franchise with 971 and sixth in points with 630. Yeah, uh, Bossonier was a big gifted guy. That pick, by the way, was acquired in a lopsided deal for Edmonton. They traded Dave Manson to the Winnipeg Jets. They got back Boris Miradoff in the fourth overall pick. I think they got Lingren in that deal, too. Mads Lingren, who, by the way, his son uh, was drafted in the WHL Bantam draft by the Kelowna Rockets and ended up signing with Kelowna. Um, Bonsignor, big, gifted, rangy guy. Don't know about the ticker too much. As for Ryan Smith, almost the antithesis. Uh, wasn't gifted athletically, uh, but knew his job, knew his role, went to Lynette and became an Edmonton sporting icon. I think that's a fair assessment. By the way, we will have free agent frenzy for you on Monday. TBA in terms of location. We'll wait and see. We might, uh, well... One of us might be here, and one of us might be down at Rogers Place. We'll wait and see. And if anything breaks over the course of the weekend as well. Uh, what does uh, Reed Wilkins have coming up on Inside Sports? It's a fluid show? It's not a fluid show, but I threw away who was coming on. I know they're doing some preview of the Brick Tournament uh, for sure, and he's, he's going to have Doug McLean on as well, so they'll be talking um, probably a preview of NHL Free Agency. There you go. Uh... Texas at 6.30, Yeah, we got a lot, of, uh, a lot of different perspectives on things. I'd like to thank everybody that participated in the interactive elements to the show. One final one on our Heartland 4 text line. Uh, Bob, what if Sacra came in the next season completely healthy? How good would he be? Probably pretty darn good. Plus, if he's hurt again, we have a ton of prospects to show us what they get while he'd go on LTIR if he was hurt again at that cap hit. It's a question. He looked better in the worlds than he, like, you know what? There was just a lack of explosiveness in his first couple steps. But again, he was coming off a torn Achilles after coming off a torn ACL the year before. Just, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what ultimately happens here. The higher probability is the following. That no one gets bought out and that the order sign find a way to get a 1B goaltender and they sign one forward in $3 million range. And then a couple other guys around 800000 to $1 million bucks up front. So there you have it. This concludes Oilers Now. Again, thank you for all of you. Even the ones that maybe had some pretty wild ideas for calling in, for texting in here on Oilers Now. Up next... A news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.